welcome back to another episode of Drink Beer, Live Hopperly. Coming up on this episode will be a replay from the YouTube broadcast from February 16th of Toss One Back Thursday. Hopefully you enjoy, hopefully you like, and hopefully you share. As always, please feel free to leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on the episode and other things you would like to hear here on the podcast. Cheers. Remember, there's always time. Get your beer on. What is up, everybody? Rod J back in the house for another Toss Boom One Back Thursday. Hopefully, you guys are all doing well out there. And I am flying solo tonight. So Todd is actually out. And then Mal had to actually do another uh, gig there at work, which is all cool and dandy. So I'm going to just be on here tonight and uh, crack open some beers. Probably talk about the channel some, let you know some updates taking place, see what all we get into. Not sure how long ago since I'll be pretty much the only one talking here, but it is Thursday. We didn't do a show last week, so definitely wanted to get one back in for this week. And uh, hopefully you guys will stick around and enjoy. Hopefully you guys are off to a great start this week as well. Can't believe we're already past halfway through February now. So. Next week will be also the last Thursday of the month, so I may have some guest people up here for that as well. But uh, yeah, let's get ready to head into the weekend. And for some of you out there, it'll be a holiday weekend. So Monday being President's Day means some of you won't have to work, hopefully. I actually have to work a half day, but it is what it is. Getting half off is better than getting none off, right? So looking forward to that. And uh, don't know what I'm going to do that afternoon. But if it's like it's been these last few days, we have been up in the mid-60s to 70s, low 70s. Although today we had a little bit of rain that took place. But uh, maybe I'll get out and do something on Monday finally as the weather has been kind of breaking, you know, it's uh, this whole global warming thing is supposed to be a bad thing. And I guess in the long run it is, but right now while I'm here, I get to enjoy a little bit of the global warming, so to speak. No snow, no extreme cold. It's been a very nice winter on my end. That is for sure. So welcome in everybody. First time here. Definitely appreciate you. And I'm going to crack open a couple beers here that we'll get into some of the conversation questions, anything like that, make sure to put the comments in there as well. And uh, go ahead and get a shout out here. We got JT in the house. Cheers, my friend. Tuesday is fat. Happy Mardi Gras. Yes, yes. Wow. Already Mardi Gras. Look at that. So yeah, next week will be fat 
Tuesday. Be careful out there. You don't choke on a baby if you have the uh, Mardi Gras cake. So the baby is hidden inside there. So just know that as you are chowing down. But uh, I am ready for March to make its debut and uh, the warmer weather to start approaching. That hasn't approached yet. But as far as this week, I'm happy. I'm in a good spot with the nice weather. So if you guys are drinking some stuff out there, as always, let me know what you're drinking by uh, posting that in the comments as well. So we'll get into some of the different things here on the channel. I got to say it was great last week one more time to give a uh, round of applause to my guests that were on. And that was uh, Drew and Jasmine last week from Liquid Intrusion. Had a great live stream with them, talking about what they're doing down here in Maryland um, with Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. If you didn't check out that stream, make sure to check it out. Or if you're on the go, grab it on the podcast as well as it is up on the podcast channel too. You can listen while you're doing other stuff, while you're multitasking, so to speak. But that was great having them on. And then uh, last Wednesday, I actually did a stream with the guys over on the gaming channel, Lags, Libations, and Lost Saves, another project that I am part of there with a great crew of guys. And uh, we talked about a lot of the video game stuff. Why, of course, we did it over a few Libations. So if you haven't checked out that channel, make sure to check that out as well. But that being said, I'm ready to crack open a beer because it has been a long week. Even though I was off on Monday, you ever have those weeks when it's, really a short week, but it just feels like a long week. So I was off Monday and I swear it's been taking forever to get to tomorrow here, but we're getting there. We're almost there and hopefully it won't be as crazy tomorrow and I can kick back and enjoy, but I'm going to be drinking another one of the ones from Mobtown Brewing. You may have seen me drink this before. I believe I did put the review up on the channel. If not, I would double check. Um, if it's not up there yet, it's about to drop there for sure. But this is a smoked Doppelbach. So this comes in at 8.1% ABV. Love the artwork on this can here, as you can see. Anytime you get smoked on a beer, I am pretty much in. I just loved a lot of the uh, the smokiness they're doing with these ones. And let me get my, my old man reader glasses here. And I'll tell you on the can itself what we're looking at. If I can get it into the light. Oh, we got the hops here of Hollertow. Let me get a little bit more light, actually. Bear with me. All right. The writing on here is not the best of writing, that's for sure. Hollertow, and then we've got, it says, I think it says Magnum. Um, and then it also has... The malts on here. Let me get this up here so you can kind of see. That's the problem sometimes with some of the canned stuff on here. Actually, up here, it looks even better to do it. So, Howartel Magnum Pearl. It says Howartel Middle Fruit. I wonder if Paul Beer, because Middle Fruit is on there. And then for the malt, we have that right there. It's a lot of different stuff happening. I should do this all the time now. It's a lot easier doing it this way than trying to read it up here in the dark. So this is actually um, 
one that I picked up on the fly. So when I got a four pack of these and uh, nice feel to the beer, I will tell you that. So let's double check. I thought I put the review up, but I'm actually doing something different for my camera tonight. So I'm actually using my iPhone as the cam because I found a program to actually use. And I was thinking of getting one of the DSLR cams. And then I found some stuff online talking about how, you know, basically if you have an iPhone, you know how good the camera is. Same thing with Samsung, that they're just as quality as a lot of these cameras coming out. And there was a program I found where it actually could do the video. So I don't know how it's coming through. You guys let me know. And um, I'm seeing it now. It might be a little choppy. So I'm trying to see how it all works through here, kind of as a test session. And if it doesn't work out well, I'll go back to my other cam. But uh, as I'm looking at it, it does look like it may be slowing down a little bit from when it started. But JT said about to crack open a dovetail rock doppelbach. Oh, very nice. You got the smoked beers going as well. They got Gilbert in the house. Cheers, Gilbert. Happy Thursday to you, my friend. And uh, going to bring back a little bit of the beer news here in a bit. And I thought about you, Gilbert, because I'm going to have some beer news from Canada. Oh, Canada. So, but nice smokiness that you get on the nose. Again, you have some of these smoked beers. It's kind of like you're around a campfire or so. But with this lager being a lager style, you're going to get more of that crisp cleanliness to it. And it's got that nice refreshing feel as well goes down real easy so this was a nice one that i was surprised by when i got it from uh the place i picked it up but yeah 8.1 apv and uh, again the artwork drew me in which is uh pretty cool looking in itself so yeah but uh we'll get into that there in a second but yeah canadian canadian beer news so Bringing back, bringing back some people from the past for that, too. So some interesting things taking place above the northern border. So <laughs> which apparently Biden and Trudeau got together and they shot down another thing a few days ago over Lake Huron. So now all three things that have been shot down, none of them they said were threatening as they started to get all this data and stuff in. But it's just. People just don't say, I got a feeling it's probably Putin that's just got like things he's just releasing and watching them float over at this point just to just to see if we shoot it down. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him to do so. But um, yeah, if you like a smoked type beer, this is very nice. A nice smoked Doppelbach and hopefully yours, JT, was dovetail. So I'm sure yours is pretty tasty as well, knowing how they put out some of the good beers. So up in Chicago. So talking about some of the upcoming things for the channel, I'm going to go ahead and pull some stuff up here. So I am working on a few things and I think next week we're going to actually start with something a little bit different. I'm going to actually be added a different segment for those of you that would like to partake and there will be prizes put a question mark up there, right? So this will actually be a new beer trivia game will be coming next week to the channel. And I'm actually working on it. I was going to try to start it tonight, but didn't have time this week to get it together. So that'll be a little more fun entertainment that we'll be bringing in as well. And 
I will come up with different questions that will be posed. And those that want to partake, you will basically be able to do it through your computer or through your cell phone. And though whoever gets the most points at the end of it, I'm going to be sending them something. So uh, stay tuned for that as we uh, get ready to uh, shake things up there. Yeah. yeah, new stuff for the channel. That's what I'm talking about. New things happening. And uh, unfortunately, the image I got wasn't really to scale. So it's going to be kind of uh, crazy putting some of these pictures up here because it kind of blocks me out. But yeah, I'm still here. Still here. Woohoo. Right back here. So uh, let me go ahead and take that one down. And go ahead and move to the next point. GT said it's intense. Ken says chocolatey or smoky or bocky or 9.7. That's a pretty good size box to have at 9.7 ABV. I mean, I feel for like for like this one is smoked on 8.1. Now I've had bigger doppel box. In fact, it was uh I think two weeks ago in Cincinnati, they would have had their box fest where they do a lot of bigger type box. And obviously I wasn't there since I'm in Baltimore, but in the past I've gotten beers from there. And yeah, you do get some bigger size ones for sure. JT says, hey to Eric as well. So, yeah, so we got the new trivia game coming to the channel next week. And uh, hopefully you guys will like that and you might want to partake in it. Like I said, there will be some prizes there, too. I'm really digging kind of the the uh, the malt base of this one. It's got a little bit like of a, a char type feel to it, but very nicely put together um, the beer they put here. So... Other in beer news, which I forgot to put up the whole beer news sign because we're doing beer news, right? So, that just makes it official when you put the beer news display up. Then people just know, okay, this is for real. This is the real beer news. Gilbert is drinking a big rig Shriner hell <laughs> nice and <laughs> cheers to jt as well so i don't know if anybody has seen these as of yet but this is out there right now and uh don't know how i feel about it i just uh don't know this is the hormel chili cheese brew spicy 5.5 abv american lager that mimics the chili cheese dip recipe i don't think i've ever been in a brewery bar restaurant anywhere where somebody has said i would like my beer to taste like chili i'm just saying maybe it's just me i don't remember being in the spot where that was ever said but they're kind of going for this here and i feel like one part says is intriguing and another part is like just stay away but uh, i don't know if any of you have seen it out there yet or have thought about trying it but yeah, there is a chili cheese brew that you can get out there now that's supposed to mimic the chili cheese dip recipe. And I like chili cheese dip, but I never thought I'd be drinking like chili cheese dip. You know, it's kind of eating, like put on your chip like here in the picture, right? But breweries are just getting a little bit crazy out there on some of the stuff. <laughs> GT says, Hormel chili, that's a hard pass for me, right? I mean, it's... I'm gonna, I probably would do it just for the curiosity aspect of it. But again, it's kind of like, at what point do you say craft beer has jumped the shark? I feel like some of the formulas we're coming up with for these recipes 
it's got to be at some point, right? It's got to be some point out there. And we got Samson. Cheers, my friend. Good to see you, brother. And uh, I would try to chill you once. Yeah, I mean, you try it, see what it tastes like. You know, I've had oyster beer. I never thought I would have an oyster beer. And I've liked oyster beer, the oyster stouts I've had. There's uh, some interesting things that are definitely being done. Yeah, Hormel's son, right? <laughs> I don't know if they're actually using the no beans. I mean, they have no beans next to it, but I don't know if they did the no beans or the beans in the recipe. So, which actually on a hot dog, I like chili with beans. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I like chili with beans. So I think it makes that more of a chunky type feel to it. But maybe that's just me again. But I do, I do like that if I have it on the hot dog. So yeah, so that'll be interesting. Something to actually keep an eye out for. If you see that coming up out there um, for my friends out West, and this is kind of a, a big deal, so to speak. We've actually had Drake's Brewing. They are acquiring Bear Republic. So Bear Republic actually has the racer that people know. It's kind of you look at it, you think speed racer, the racer five IPA. So now you have them being taken over by Drake's, which has definitely become more well known over the years coming out of California. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what adjustments they make. Now, Bear Republic, I've, I think, maybe seen once or twice the race uh, Racer 5 IPA, but I had never picked it up. And I kind of regret that I didn't because I do want to try it at some point. So next time I do see it, I will check it out. But uh, interesting to see how this will actually work out there. Good thing is they're not shutting down or just being acquired and hopefully – Everybody will still be employed and they'll be able to make some good things there together. So if you like these two breweries, if you had some of their beers, keep an eye out for uh, what they're going to be coming out with there. Hopefully it'll be some good collaborations from some of the brewery personnel from both of them uh, combined in there. I agree. Oyster stouts are good. Um, I've had the one from Dogfish Head. No, sorry. Flying, Flying Dog. And I had another one from somebody else. I can't remember who, but both of them, both of those were actually pretty good. I would definitely uh, keep checking out some of those. But it's like funny, you know, nowadays, peanut butter beer. If you would have said years ago, like peanut butter beer, people probably would have thought you were crazy, right? Until the craft beer movement had become so popular where people actually now look for peanut butter beer. Um, but, you know, go back 15, 20 years and people would have thought you were kind of crazy probably. So you never know. You never know. Different things catch on differently for sure. Just regular beer makes me fart enough. <laughs> you don't eat the beans. Well, if there's no beans, you might be okay. You might be okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you see the Hormel Chili out there, Hormel Chili beer, just be aware, you know, it is out there. Uh, do, 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 do what else we got this week? So we got uh, FIU. And for those of you not familiar with us here in the States, like I know Gilbert, you're up in Canada, but you're probably familiar because you're a sports guy too, but – Florida International University, they actually launched a beer with purpose. Their Sun Blazer, Golden Owl with Sun Blazers, their mascot, which is why you see the Cougar on there, to debut at the South Beach Wine and Food Festival. Um, and this was kind of interesting just because you had beers now being sold at some of the stadiums. You have some players that under the NIL agreements have been able to sponsor some beer, but now you have basically a brewery working with the university to put out a beer in their name. And it's just funny just because 
again, years ago, it would have been so taboo for them to actually get involved in something like that. You didn't see universities being a part of that. And in fact, a lot of universities try to curtail alcohol, but now it's going more and more where you're seeing these things come out. So for my friends down in Florida, this is one that you'll actually see out there. You might want to give a try to, and uh, it does have the proceeds supported FIU as well. And then uh, some different stuff down there. So South Beach wine and food. every time I, I see something like that it makes me think of the uh Catalan, catalina wine festival from stepbrothers when i see something like that out there <laughs> it takes me back to that movie for whatever reason it just does so um which is a funny movie if you haven't seen it i definitely recommend checking out the uh stepbrothers there uh, do, 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 do. and let's see i've become addicted to anything belgium i'm the same way you know i'm i'm you put Belgian on something, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to give it a try, see what it's going to actually taste like. So um, that is my number one style of beer that I do enjoy. So you put Belgian on anything, I'm pretty much in. JC, uh, who brews FIU? Somebody's a student brewer. Actually, it's a brewery. It's a brewery that teamed up with the university. And some universities do have brewing programs now, so you can go to college to become a brewer. And you get a degree, I guess, in brewing science and everything. But uh, this was actually a brewery that teamed up with FIU as well down there in Florida. Uh, JT, love Belgians. Samson. Yeah, that's the one country like I want to visit some point. But I always tell my wife, that's probably the last country I should go to because I may not want to leave when I get there just because of all the good stuff they have around the beer. <laughs> it's like, nope, I just got a one-way ticket. I am not leaving Belgium. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to, you know. I'm going to be an illegal immigrant. They don't got no wall here. I can sneak right in. No problem. So there you go. Uh, something else that was pretty cool that I saw this week in the news. Archaeologists uncover 5,000-year-old tavern and beer recipe on a tablet in Iraq. And picture here, this is kind of what they actually found. This is actually a, the dig site, I believe, where they're at, where they found like this tavern and stuff. But they found this old recipe. But for 5,000 years, they're all going through excavating a lot of the area now and everything. But that's pretty cool just to go back that far again. Like we know beer has been around in essence since from the deepest records like Mesopotamia. But, you know, they're unearthing these things over there as well. So over in Iraq, they were able to find this information and, um, they're kind of bringing it back there. I wonder if someone will try to bring back the recipe like we had on the um, one that was found underground or under sea with the ship. They found the old recipe and I think someone did try to brew it. That would be kind of cool to see them actually uh, try to brew something from 5,000 years ago just to kind of experiment. It definitely wouldn't be like anything we're drinking today, but it'd be kind of like a nice reflection back in the history of what they were drinking at that time, I think. I would definitely give it a try. I'd have no problem jumping into that. Uh, and then, let's see here. So back in Cincinnati, and I was going to wait for, well, I don't think Trez is here yet because he's out in Cincinnati. Kind of cool. Uh, 50 West Brewing, they're actually adding on to a development at their brewery. If you're ever in Cincinnati, 50 West is a cool one to go to because 50 West has, like, a volleyball park. It has uh, – kayaking it has a lot of other activities so you can actually do a lot of stuff with the family 
when you visit 50 West. And so they're excuse me, actually expanding into this huge area. So you can see back over here, this is like some of the volleyball stuff they have. Um, this is going to be out in Deerfield, Deerfield, which is another part of the Cincinnati area. But this is just a cool little thing they actually go on. So I'm happy to see them succeed because the one spot they do have was down the river, which is a great spot too. And now they're actually building up more. They kind of sometimes, I think, get lost in a shuffle. And this is what happens with breweries. You have a lot of breweries that are in areas and some of the ones may get overshot. People know 50 West, but it wasn't like to the level of Mad Tree or Ryan Geist um, or some of the other ones out of there. And they're, they're, they're definitely doing their own thing. So it's great to see them have success and great to see breweries still doing well. So that's going to be pretty cool. And if I get some time when I'm back there, I'm going to definitely try to check it out. So if I can get over there, I'll shoot some video and share that with you guys and uh, let you know how that's all going. But it's always nice to see uh, the brewery still going forward on things. Let me see here. Sam said, just curious, Rob, what's your least favorite style for me? I hate the sours, no matter how many I try. For me, it's actually, and for a lot of people that actually watch the channel, they probably know, it's Shandy. Shandy is not a style that I can ever really get into. I've tried it various times. Some I can have a little bit more than others. I think the main reason is what I had from Lining Kugel kind of just like kind of killed that style format. I felt like they were too sweet, but Shandy would probably be my least favorite style. It's the only style I've ever had to have a drain pour in a bar just because I wanted the glass, but I had to buy the summer Shandy to get the glass. And I did like a quarter of it. I was like, okay, pour it out and then just rinse the glass and I'll take that with me. And they're like, really? Like, yeah, this is, this is terrible for me. I just, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it at all. So, <laughs> but I love sours. I, I tried different sours. Sours can be over overly done sometimes where it can be too tart on some of them. It's a matter of if it gets to be too much. Like if, if I've had great sours where I go right through them and pretty much can chug through the beer and I have some where it's like halfway through and you're like, you don't even want to finish it. So it does matter on how they're put together. I will say I have some upcoming ones from Dewey Beer um, out of Delaware and their Secret Machine. I picked up a variety pack that I'll be sharing some beer reviews on. They do a great job with the sours. Uh, I have not had one from them. I did like Imprint Beer Company out of Pennsylvania. Another one that does a great job with their smoothie type line. So it all depends. But I've had some that, you know, like any style, not going to be as great as others. But, uh, you know, you just keep trying, right? It's just like, you know, a bike, get back on there. Keep trying to ride. Big Daddy in the house. Cheers, y'all. Ooh, Ninja versus Unicorn. Very nice. And that's one you had sent to me before, Big Daddy, which was pretty sweet. So definitely appreciate that. That's that's a good one. If y'all haven't had the Ninja versus Unicorn, definitely make sure to check out that if you can get it. That is a really solid beer. Mojo made a sweet Hormel chili cream cheese dip for Super Bowl. Hormel has its place. Well, I don't know if you saw what I just did a little bit ago talking about the chili beer. We were talking about that story coming out. So I know you did a road trip and you you sunk the trunk with the yingling. But if you happen to go out and you see the Hormel, they actually have a Hormel chili beer, which is supposed to mimic the chili dip. So don't know if you want that in your beer, Mojo, but uh, if you do the dip, it might be a good pairing for it. You can have the chili beer with the chili dip. And if you do it, let me know what you think of it if you find it. I haven't seen it yet myself. 
But again, if I see it out there, I'll at least get a can just to kind of see what it tastes like. And like I said, I go out there and do the research for all you guys so you all know what something is actually like. And I save you from having to maybe go through the pain or so or let you know you definitely want to grab something. Like tomorrow, I'll be releasing the other half, ninth anniversary, Triple India Pale Ale that I did a review on. You're going to want to try to find that beer. If you get other half, you're going to want to get the ninth anniversary. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> Yo, JT. And I'll try it for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about doing one of the other half tonight, but then I'm like, ah, I don't want to ruin a surprise for tomorrow. So I won't do the other half tonight. I have another beer that I'll actually drink here. Uh, let's see here. So I mentioned the Canadian news, and some of you guys might remember these two. Two wacky characters from back in the day, but the McKenzie brothers, Bob and Doug McKenzie, Canada is actually releasing, I guess, new ads with them about the fight for Canadian beer drinkers being hosed. Apparently, and they put the Trudeau government plans to increase the federal tax on beer by 6.3% on April 1st. So Gilbert, make sure you load up before that date to avoid those extra tax paying you'll have to do going forward. But uh, don't you get a kick out of that, my friend, um, bringing back the McKenzie brothers. And um, for anybody that hasn't grown up in the 80s, you can Google who the McKenzie brothers were. Uh, Rick Moranis there and Dave. I forgot Dave's last name, but great, great team, great movie that they were in there. And uh, yeah, so they're going to come back feisty talking about this whole uh, beer thing taking place in Canada. Keep your eye on that for sure. But uh, now I'm going to go back and watch, uh, who was it? Um, something North. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. I have to go back and watch it, though. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Box is way to ruin my night, Rod. Hey, I'm, I didn't do that. Trudeau did that. I'm just reporting the news. Don't shoot the messenger, Mark. <laughs> they said, hey there, hoser. Yeah, Dave Thomas. That's what it was, Thomas. I can't remember Dave's last name. Whatever. Yeah. But they were they were a great routine on playing those roles and stuff too. So uh yeah, so you guys are getting that that hit up there on the uh the tax hit. So crazy. I guess you gotta raise money somehow. And then one that was kind of interesting here, if you haven't seen it, and I actually do enjoy what they do on um the beers here from Jack Abbey's, but you know, Jack Abbey's does the lager, Springdale was doing the ales. They actually are putting them on hiatus indefinitely. So they're actually going to be, uh, I don't want to say ceasing operations for a bit, but obviously they're on hiatus. They're not going to be putting anything out of there for a while and uh, wait to see what happens there. Because Springdale, I've had a few of the beers they released there and they do some great ale work, just like Jack Abbey's does with the lager. So I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen, but Again, this is uh, some of the beer world. Sometimes you got to slow things down, I guess. But always funny, like I always see that, like sister brand, like an incorporation will say sister company for like, like they never say brother company or brother brand. Like, why well, is always got to be the sister brand? Like, that's always be the, the little uh, weaker one, I guess. I don't know, but it's just always funny when I see sister. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Big SE TV fans, all the original series in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, that was like growing up as a kid back in the 70s. SCTV, you saw, at least when I grew up in New Jersey, because we obviously went that far, as far from Canada. We used to see that a lot, and we watched that, and we, you know, watched that Night Live and stuff. So, pretty cool. 
I did not see, I didn't actually watch any of the Super Bowl, so I didn't see the Dave Grove Super Bowl commercial. Although I saw a thing about Dave Grove that I posted for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook earlier today, which was pretty cool. Like he was talking about when he was in Nirvana and when he was a drummer, he was using the riffs basically from a lot of disco groups. And then like one of the songs, he pretty much was saying that was just a gap band and they played it back. And you didn't realize it as much until they played them side by side. And he was just like, yeah, he was like, I was playing all these disco riffs into uh, stuff when I was with Nirvana as a drummer. So that was kind of cool. But uh, now I have to check out that Dave Grohl Super Bowl commercial. I have to check out, I haven't seen any of the commercials from Super Bowl since then. I know that Dogfish Head was running one because this year Budweiser had given up the exclusive rights for the advertising. So that's why you had them doing one. You had like Miller and Coors had done one. And I, get, I don't know if any other beer companies had done it out there as well. Um, but yeah, I have to definitely. Uh, Sandy, well, well, it's Sandy is part like lemonade and part beer. So here in the States, the big one is Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy. Let me see if I can pull that up there and I'll show you what that actually looks like here. And you'll actually see a lot of people in the next month start drinking it because I think it comes out usually around February becomes like the big the big run with it, like towards the uh, end of February, beginning of March or so. Uh, 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 let me see. Save this here. Nope, that doesn't work. Try this one. Yeah, that'll work. We do that there. Come back over here. Gonna pull it up. So here's like the summer shandy from Lining Kugel. This is like the leading one that we have here, like in the states, that people go crazy for. Um, and it's something that just it never it never grabs me. It was always just like it's too sweet. I feel like if I have something like that, I might as well have a lemonade. It's a white beer with lemonade, so a wheat ale essentially. It's 4.2% ABV. A lot of people like it, you know, especially as it warms up and it gets hot. It's kind of beating the heat. But for what it's worth for me, I'm just like, I might as well just have a lemonade. So you're not really looking at it to try to get any alcohol as much out of it. I mean, you want something with a little bit of kick, but I can have a better wheat ale than having just this shandy type thing. And they do different flavors, raspberry, uh, lemon. They got an orange shandy. They got different ones that people end up getting. But for me, I'm just like, eh, that's a pass. Uh, Let me see here. JT, there's still Second City Live Comedy Bar here in Toronto. Well, that's pretty cool, Mark. I would love to get back to Toronto at some point. That's a only spot I've been to in Canada, but it was a great spot. There's other places in Canada I would love to go to. It's just Toronto to me was like the New York of the States. Like, you know, how we have New York is kind of that, the main like city that people try to always get to or want to see from another country. Like Toronto was kind of like that. It had the nice hustle and bustle and got to go to the Hockey uh, Hall of Fame, which was pretty cool there. People were really nice and stuff too. It was funny though. We went, we went, oof, 
I want to say we went back early 2000s, I think. And we were like going to some of the restaurants and stuff here in the States. Like we go out to eat and it's common for us to ask for refills of drinks. But up in Canada, I don't think it's as common. Like they give them like one can of soda or whatever. And then to get a refill is kind of like they're surprised. I think when you ask for at least all the places we were going to, I think we had one place and it was like, well, we have to charge you another one. Like, well, charge me another one. I got the money for it. It'll be deal. But, you know, it's kind of like I know it's more health conscious up there than it is here. So maybe that played into it. Trudeau loves his taxes. <laughs> he loves his taxes. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Shandy beer makes a fruit juice or soda pop. Yeah, well, you have the 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 the, the limey kugel is done with and you'll say natural natural lemonade flavor. But yeah, it's usually like a lemonade because you also have a rattler, and a rattler is done a little bit differently. Like rattlers, I can actually enjoy and don't really bother me as much. Um, in fact, there was one I had from overseas from one of the breweries with Stiegel. They have a really good rattler. So I do like the rattler beers as well. Uh, but for some reason, it's just too sweet with how they do the shandies in my mind. So at least when I taste them, although, again, it's weird. It's um, a little bit different on how they do it, I guess. But yeah. But we tend, as probably versus other countries, we probably tend to be overly sweet on stuff, too. But it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like we have sweet tea if you're in the South. But you bring somebody from the South to the North, they'll tell you that ain't sweet tea. Like, <laughs> like I don't know in the South, they put like a pound and a half of sugar in versus up here where you might put two scoops. But <laughs> they get upset when you give them a sweet tea and it's not overly sweet. So <laughs> it is a big difference. <laughs> Uh, Second City is still open up in Chicago. I agree, Rod. Shandy is basically a diluted beer. Yeah, I mean, then again, there's not, I mean, we just came off of people doing dry January and stuff like that. So it's not bad to, you know, to have some of these. And like, I will drink like a Lambic, you know, some of the Lambics, like just 3.2%, 3.5% ABV. They're not heavily, but it's just a different feel. The feel of me having a Lindemans versus like a lot of Google Shandy is night and day like a huge night and day difference and i can sit there and enjoy the lindemans and it's just like liquid candy but then the shandy is just like mm, i want to spit it out after having like a, a sip or something of it so the alcohol shouldn't be the driving factor in it because you can make good beers that have low abv but yeah that's just not my cup of tea or pint of beer i wouldn't have the first time the summer i called toronto said right it is that's what i mean so yeah so i was in new york when I, I've been in New York at that time, growing up in New Jersey, but when I was in Toronto, it was just like, this is like New York, you know, not as crazy. You know, you didn't have a lot of the craziness that we had down there. People like said, definitely more nicer. Like people didn't honk at the lights when you didn't move in New York. You don't move within a fraction of a second. People are honking their cars at you with car horns. Even here in Baltimore, that happens. And it's probably because we get people down from New York and stuff too. So it's kind of crazy. It's like, where are you going, man? You don't need to be honking like that. I was wondering if the Leafs going to win another cup, Mark. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Is that like asking one of the Browns going to be in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. It's like, that's the one that always kind of stuck out for me. I don't know if I ever tried to do a review on this channel or not with it either. If I did, it probably didn't go well, but yeah. 
Yeah, it was my nighttime is all I ask. <laughs> but really, they don't do it this year as good as they're playing. It ain't happening for another decade. Well, you never know with sports, right? Look, think of all Chicago fans, how long it took for them to have the Cubs finally win again, or the Red Sox fans. So you have droughts that go for a period of time. Not as long, I think, for your team versus what they did. I don't think the Maple Leafs had to go as long as the Cubs or the Red Sox. But, you know, it can take a period of time. But – we were talking um, earlier about the Chiefs winning their second Super Bowl. Like the Eagles, they lost. The Eagles have a good team. But it's like there's teams that haven't been to Super Bowl in the NFL. You know? And so it's kind of like it's not an easy feat to actually pull off to be able to get these titles and stuff. Sometimes it's just, I mean, it's not your year. I mean, it's funny. And all the things that we had about LeBron breaking Kareem's record, which – as long as he's played and as good as he is, I feel like he should have broken at some point with all the talent he had around him. So I'm a LeBron fan, but I'm like, I'm not really as surprised he broke the record. But when you look at inside the numbers of other stuff, I'm still not going to give him a GOAT title because he should have had a lot more than he actually has. That's all I'm just saying. And um, it's, it's uh, crazy to think sometimes it's just not your time. If you look at, like, say, the 90s when Jordan played for the Bulls, we were talking about if Jordan wouldn't have retired, he may have had a championship every year in the 90s. You know, Houston may have never got a title. So sports are tough. It's hard to pull it out, you know. Definitely takes a while. Uh, when I was at Jewel today, you're up on the Palomar called Chicago Guinness. I'll pick it up tomorrow. Oh, nice, Big Daddy. So Chicago, for you guys there, you, JT, all the Chicago guys on alert, you guys should be getting stuff or finding out stuff or hearing about stuff here pretty soon with the Guinness Tap House that'll be open in there. Because I think it's supposed to open, at least the goal was by St. Patty's Day. So they can have a big St. Patty's celebration. So that's why you're seeing Chicago Guinness, I'm sure, showing up there. But I would definitely check into that because that's going to be one hell of a party, I'm sure, that you guys might want to check out. And I, and I think the tap house is pretty much downtown somewhere. So should be easy access. But that's going to be a pretty cool thing. The one here in Baltimore... Very nice spot. You can't even, on St. Patty's Day, like, you have to wait a while to get in unless you kind of get there early. I mean, they pretty much have a line that goes, and they got a huge parking lot here, and it goes way back when people line up for that, and that's like all-day type thing. Kegs and eggs, and you go from there. So, yeah, it'll be cool you guys getting a Guinness here. Uh, I'm a Saints fan, so I can relate to the least. Well, yeah, yeah. I still, like, I still like think about the Saints, and I'm like, how did they not get there when they had – that linebacker core. I thought Bobby Abraham was going to be the quarterback to get him to the Super Bowl, too. And they got to the, I think, the NFC Championship when he was there before they lost. But, yeah. Yeah. Tuning in for a long time. I appreciate the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get that, right? <laughs> At least you're enjoying it. <laughs> Looking forward to having so fresh Guinness. Yeah. I don't know all they're going to be um, tapping in Chicago because – Right now, Baltimore does a lot of the beers for Guinness here in North America. Um, but they're going to be doing, I know, some batch stuff there in Chicago as well. So you'll be getting some kind of maybe probably Chicago-based type things, which would be pretty cool. Uh, been tuning in for a long time. Don't always see. 
don't always see comment maybe <laughs> well i appreciate that <laughs> i'm gonna say the c is for comment probably <laughs> i think you ran out there oh let's see here uh the other the other new stuff to check out here real quick as well um where did i leave off at oh so so here's something that was interesting so for the longest time, and this goes back to me talking with uh, the eclectic beard that you guys know that pops in from time to time here. And congrats on him. He actually uh, hit 100,000 subs on his channel. So nice applause for EB for getting that done. He's going to at some point here. And uh, I've actually got a friend I can actually say, I knew you when now too so before he got that hundred thousand so great job on his part dude is crushing it um but cheer wine that is something that i asked about before they were telling me about it because they get it down in carolina where he's actually located at and so a lot of people down there really enjoy it cheer wine is actually teamed up with no dob brewing company to introduce cheer wine ale 5.2% ABV, 18 IBU, crisp, refreshing wheat ale infused with the South's favorite cherry soda. So when I did find Cheer One, I did actually try it. I did like it. It had a nice feel to it. Um, I don't usually drink sugar sodas as much nowadays, but I wanted to try it when I saw it and definitely brought me back to days of being a child and having kind of like those cherry type sodas. And now there's actually going to be a beer teamed up with them. So I'm pretty sure down in the Carolinas, this is going to be a pretty popular one that people will be checking out. And uh, if you happen to see it out there where you're at, definitely uh, maybe give it a try. I don't have Wayne in here tonight from uh, Wayne's Beer Delivery, but Wayne's down there in South Carolina. So that's probably something he's probably got on his radar to take a look at as well. But yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Um, uh, see, you've been tuning in for a long time. I appreciate it. Don't always come. Okay. Well, I always appreciate that as well, Samson. Thank you very much. And, uh, always try to entertain, always try to educate. And we're going to add a new stuff here. You know, last week doing an interview with liquid intrusion, I'm having a big more emphasis this year to get more breweries on here doing stuff like that. So hopefully you guys will enjoy some of that stuff a little bit more. I was going to do a video about the beer reviews, uh, but I didn't put it out there yet. But beer reviews are still going to be a part of it, but you'll probably see a little bit, maybe less of the beer reviews and more of other things take place. I'm not going to get rid of them, but I'm going to definitely try to tool up some other stuff here with the channel. I feel like there's just so many beer reviews that are out there now, and there's so much more about beer that people aren't talking about that can be shared. So I'm kind of just looking to bring that kind of stuff here more. And happy Michael Jordan's birthday, the big 60, right? And he could probably still dunk on all of us. So, yeah, <laughs> happy birthday to Michael Jordan. Uh, we got Emerson in the house. Cheers, my friend. North Carolina, I'll go out and get super drunk with cheer wine. I'll take one for the team. You're welcome. Yeah, so Emerson down there in Carolina, you can actually check that out. So you got in just in time. So if you get it, let me know what you think of it. I'm interested to find out. I mentioned Wayne's Beer Delivery because he's in South Carolina. And I'm sure he'll come across it at some point that he'll do a review. But Cheerwine Ale, I'm kind of interested in seeing how that one actually goes. Like I said, the soda, the soda was pretty decent for a soda, although I don't do them as much. But uh, I did enjoy it. And then the last one I had here from the Beer News, which was interesting, 
is from Atwater Brewing, and it's their artificial intelligence meets beer, which is they use the AI system to craft a recipe for a new Atwater brew um, that they're making out there in Detroit. And it's kind of an interesting thing because now you can look at maybe some of these computer systems because everybody talks about the chat bot that people are using for research and papers and turning stuff in under and you got all this AI being used. I feel like that could be a slippery slope because what if you start having AI making beers better than some of the brewers for recipes, right? Can that be something that could affect the position or job of breweries? I mean, it's kind of interesting. You got to be careful on some of the stuff you're messing around with AI because you're not paying AI. You're just keeping it serviced and it comes up with recipes. You put some stuff in data and it comes out, well, you should do it like this, this, and this. Got to be something to keep an eye on. So I'm all about technology, but sometimes I just wonder, can you get too far in technology where you start uh, threatening other things as well? Because you got to be careful about that too. But that right there was the beer news for this week. So if you guys like that, we'll look to bring that back on more of this show segments as well. And let's see here. Oh, sorry, over the comments. sorry, type in one screwy. Hey, it happens, right? Type in one screwy. It can definitely happen. So uh, let me see. Where's your posse? No, yeah. So Todd has something he couldn't make it tonight, and then Mal, who's joining us every other week, she actually got asked to do another shift at the brewery tonight. Can't blame her for that. So if she gets here, it would be a lot later. But I don't know if I'm going to be on that long. It would be around eleven o'clock Eastern my time, and by that point, I may be talked out already. I don't know. We'll see what happens here. But I am going to crack open another beer to sit back and enjoy but that was kind of the beer news but stuff that you guys want to talk about put some stuff in the comments as well and we'll chat away on that too this next one i'm going to get into is always always welcomed in the house and you guys have probably all had it for the most part but this is the lagunitas willitize and this is the 2022 um coffee stout aged in a rye oak barrel so looking forward to Get into this one again. 13.1 ABV. Never go wrong with Lagunitas in my mind for the most part. Um, although I feel like nowadays I look at them more for their special release stuff. Like I was never a huge Lagunitas IPA. It's okay if I'm like at a Ruby Tuesday or something like that. Everything is probably the best beer they're going to have on tap. Um, and it's not a bad beer. It's just I like more of their... This undercover investigation, um, the swan, some of their other stuff that isn't there, just traditional stuff they usually put out in spots. So saw that finally. If you saw a few weeks back on the show when I mentioned that, or I think I had it on an unboxing. So uh, just kind of enjoying these subtly from time to time as I get them out because once they're gone, they're gone, right? You have to wait till next year. I only got the one four pack that worked too. I do think now, in retrospect, I probably should have bought both four packs. I just was trying to be nice and leave one behind. And uh, now I'm like, ah, I should have got it. Should have got it. <laughs> uh, 
But as we head into March, really, because we got the end of next week's, really last week of February, then it's March. Any beers or any styles that you guys are looking at drinking out there that you like to really kick off the beginning of spring with and the winter with? One of the beers I tend to actually grab, because to me, it's like the first day of spring. I like to drink like the Bell's Oberon. And for me, that signal spring is in the air when they release that. Um, but curious what you guys are drinking out there. Is any beers or any beers you're actually looking forward to drinking that are about to be released at all? A lot of their breweries came out with their calendars a while ago about beers get released. So don't know if there's anything you're out there looking for at this point. But we'll be interested to find out. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I don't know how your well, I know how your rock beer probably went, JT, but this one went down real easy. It's just like coffee, good to the last drop. But here we have the Willa ties, and the head's already off of this baby, so didn't hold the head for as long. Oh gosh, it smells so freaking good. You get a nice sense of the barrel aging, getting the whiskey in the nose. You're getting a sweetness on the malt. You're getting some of that oaky woodiness in play as well. It is just always a nice thing. It's easy to see why people look forward to Lagunitas releasing this each year. It's got a little bit of kind of that almost like a, a, a maple type aroma on the nose as well. Oh, that's so smooth. Just so smooth. I would love to have like some candy bacon to pair this with. I think that would be so awesome. Twelfth and never. Yeah, that one was actually good. I think that was a seasonal um, not every year release as well, but 12th and never was actually a good one too. And I don't even know, I don't know if Big Daddy or you or JT know, but up in um, Chicago, did they reopen Lagunitas yet? I heard they had not reopened it for a while. Distracted by the crew of Muses Parade live on their channel. <laughs> what is the crew of Muses? <laughs> Uh, favorite style, I think we said it a little bit earlier, is Belgian. I'm a big fan. Usually, I would go Belgian quads, but anything Belgian, I'm on board with. But the uh, the stuff, the Golden Drocks, the Chimay's, um, all the different Belgian ones, anything that's like Brower Eye in their name, I'm picking it up because I'm just <laughs> I, I enjoy a lot of the ones from over there. Stiegel actually had a uh, interesting IPA at one point that I actually tried from them. Um, but yeah, the Belgian type beers, anything with Trappist, you know, the monks, anything like that. I'm just I'm on board with it. I'm just like put it in the cart, you know. So I like to try to do that. I need to do more reviews of those on the channel. I need to pick up some to actually do reviews, but I've had a good amount of them. So I never, I never really go back and pick them up because I'm like, I had them. I try to get new beers, but I think about it. I haven't really done them on the channel. Some of them. So I'll go back and grab some of those at some point. But yeah, just can't go wrong with a good bell. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't even know what Fast and Furious number it was at this point. But when Kurt Russell's 
is talking to Vin Diesel, offer him a beer, and Vin Diesel, oh, Corona. And Kurt Russell is just like talking about, I don't know how you don't like Belgian. It's like the best beer. Like, yeah, it's like, how do you not like Belgian? So, which they're about to do Fast and Furious 10. I guess that ran during the Super Bowl as well for that. And uh, still haven't watched nine. I do watch the Fast and Furious movies because I do like muscle cars. I used to have a Charger. We used to have a Mustang. I like to drive the car. You can't really drive now anymore. Everybody's going to starting to go electric on stuff. But I like the big engine cars. And uh, so, yeah, I still watch it. You don't expect much from a Fast and Furious movie. It's just kind of like a flip it on, lay on the couch, eat popcorn type movie or whatever. But uh, I find them entertaining still. That's just me. I find this very entertaining. I feel like now on the back end, I feel like they may have adjusted something in the recipe. Because I feel like with this version, I'm getting a little bit more of kind of like a fig type feel. That I don't remember as coming through as much on the previous versions. So it's kind of weird along those lines. I don't know if they changed anything in the recipe for sure, but it feels like they did. Yeah, that's definitely more of a fig type feel that's popping out of that right now. But it's still tasty. Um, and I like some of the fig type stuff, especially with some of the barley wines that I'll drink. I haven't had a barley wine in a while, which I do have some barley wines to share and review as well that I'll get up here on the channel. But uh, Lagunitas, still a solid brewery, still doing a lot of good things. Definitely still say check them out. Um, I feel like over the last few years, they don't maybe get the attention that they had been getting previously. Uh, I guess maybe because everybody kind of gets them now. Ever since they went under Heineken Europe, they got more distribution, I bet. So maybe that's why people don't talk to them as much out there. Um, 13% off of your No, no, I, I'll be up bright and early in the morning to go to work. But 13%, honestly, for me, like many things, you can build a tolerance up. So 13 doesn't really throw me off to have that for an ABV. And some of the shows we've done in the past, I've done 17, 18% beers or whatever and get up and go right to work in the morning and stuff. Now, sometimes if you drink too many of them, you can feel it. But it's just it's knowing your tolerance and it's knowing your levels and not going overboard and going crazy, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Unibro definitely does. And um, the funny thing about them is just like here where we go to Trader Joe's in the States and I'll have the Trader Joe's anniversary ales and all these different things and are done by Unibro that it's like you get a Trader Joe's anniversary ale for like $6.99. If you had just put Unibro on it, it would have been more than that. So it's kind of interesting how they can kind of do that. But, yeah, I agree. I know Gilbert likes them as well. So Gilbert would also talk about how good they actually make beers up there in Canada. Vanessa's in the house. Cheers, Vanessa. Happy Thursday to you, my friend. Hopefully you're doing well. So definitely haven't talked in a bit. So hopefully you definitely are doing good. And uh, we didn't do the show last week. So uh, let me see here. Todd, I think you said you were in finance. How many beers do you have at work? Todd's, Todd's not here. <laughs> Unless you see Todd, is, is Emerson drinking? Does he see a hologram of Todd behind me or something? 
Oh, I guess I can say most places in the financial world though don't have alcohol there anymore. Which back in the day when you used to watch stuff on TV as a kid, seemed like they would always have a bar around or something like that. You know, you go in for an appointment. Oh, can I make you a drink? And I think about a kid growing up watching the reruns of Be uh, Bewitched. I swear, every time Darren went to Mister Tate's office, he offered him like a drink, and he'd have a bar sitting there. I'm like, when did that get kicked out of? company offices that would be nice to have a bar at work you can actually go there and pour a drink and relax so <laughs> although my one company did have us do a beer tasting at work which was actually pretty cool i never thought that would ever happen but it was great uh sorry right i was sampling a bottle of vodka for science <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you were <laughs> Hey, Vanessa, what's up? Emerson, JT said, hey, JT, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess during the Super Bowl, they had a lot of different movie trailers. Any movies coming out that people were kind of looking forward to actually seeing? I know that the new Ant-Man comes out next month, and some people are looking for that if they're, like, into the Marvel Universe, which I'm a big Marvel fan, although Ant-Man, I haven't watched a lot of the standalone movies. Um but I'm looking forward. The guy that plays the villain in it is a pretty good actor. And they're bringing him back in Secret Wars, I guess, which is pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to see how that goes. And I heard the new uh, Deadpool is going to be off the chain. Like they were showing like Wolverine, Hugh Jackman training for that, which I thought he was not going to do it again. But apparently they got him to come back to do it with the Deadpool movie. Um, and I suppose that's going to be like the shit there. So waiting forward to see how that goes. But I have not been to. Does anybody still? Do you guys still go to the movies? Like, I have not been to the movies in years, like before the pandemic, right? And I really have no inkling to go back to the movies because we all got these big TVs at home. You can sit there and watch it. You don't have people talking. You can make your own popcorn and do all your other stuff there. Um, I don't know if the going to the movies is as big of a family activity as it used to be. I feel like, why go out if you can do everything right there in your own house? I like walked into Best Buy a couple weeks ago and they had like 70 inch TVs or whatever. And it was like $300 or something, three, four. It's crazy. Like you buy one of those, you set up at home. You don't need to go anywhere else. And now people get movie seating like in their houses and stuff anyway. I just, I'm, I'm kind of curious what you guys are doing. If you're still going to movies out there. Does it have to be a certain type of movie to actually draw you in? Like, I think if I have to go to a movie, it would have to be, like, something that makes it worth it. So I could say, like, if I was going to go see, like, Avatar 2 or one of the Marvel movies or something where it's going to be, like, big explosions and all this kind of stuff where you want to see on the big screen. But if it's, like, some regular type movie, why would I want to go there and I could just wait, like, 30 days and it'll show up on HBO Max or Netflix or Amazon Prime? So, uh, let me see here. Raised Grain Brew here in Wisconsin has a uh, black one up Belgium style imperial style. Ooh, love to see what you Well, that sounds really good. Um, I don't know if you ever checked out Daddy Porter, Samson, but Daddy Porter is one of the guys I also uh, connect with on stuff, but he's actually in Wisconsin. So he might be interested to find out more about that too. But yeah, if I come across that, I would definitely check it out. You know how big of a brewery they are? If they're like small or regional, I might not be able to get it here in Baltimore. But um, 
that that has my attention, sir. <laughs> when it's all once upon a time in Hollywood, I watched to see certain movies with an audience. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be a certain movie to actually draw you in where you would have that impact of the theater. Like, it's kind of like I said, it's an avatar type movie. Marvel, um, for me, is like a lot of things where you would have, like, like John Wick 4 is about to come out. I won't probably go to a theater to see it, but that would be something I would I would enjoy watching on the big screen. Although the new John Wick Four is uh, three hours, so just be aware if you got a small bladder, make sure you pace yourself. You want to probably watch that at home where you can time it out. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed the John Wick series, so I'm looking forward to John Wick Four. <laughs> I do want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. I haven't watched that yet. I do want to see that. Um, I went to see that for the time the trailer came out and stuff with uh, the different people they had in that one. That looked to be a pretty good one. Haven't been to a movie theater since about 2018 and maybe then four or five times in the previous decade. Yeah, so, I mean, we used to, when me and my wife started dating years ago, years, years, years ago, and at one point, we used to go to movies like once a week, like every weekend, we would go to a movie and stuff. And now it's just like, do you even do people even do that anymore? Because like you said you have all the conveniences at home, so why go to the movie theater if you don't have to? So, kind of, kind of crazy, kind of different. I'm not saying I wouldn't go to a movie theater again, but it's got to be something that really draws me in and want to have to go out and actually see it. And honestly, at home now, not just movies, but some of the TV shows are becoming pretty good again as you can actually want to be there especially if it's like something you can get binged like if it's on Netflix and like that and everything you can sit there do whatever you're going to do over that Saturday or Sunday and you know watch 10 hours which it's really a lot of hours when you think about it watching TV but people do it people lock in and they uh, do it speaking of TV I don't know how many of you are watching out there but I'm going to tell you right now the Last of Us is one of the best shows on TV at this moment, so I am hooked into that every Sunday night. Um, I played the game. I want to go back and play the game because I didn't play the game all the way through, but The Last of Us has been phenomenal. I'm going to say right now, it's probably going to get an Emmy. Um, Ron uh, Offerman that came on for the one episode, he's probably going to get like an Emmy for best guest appearance on a show or something like that, whatever they give the awards for nowadays, and uh, it pulls you in. I mean, it's kind of, and it's at a perfect time, right? Because people were kind of walking dead fatigued, I think. Here's a show that if you like those type of horror or zombie type things, here's a show that can fill that void now. And it's got a different spin on it that I think people are enjoying. So came out at the perfect time. Walking Dead is off. And now this one is on. So uh, I'm, I'm hooked into The Last of Us. Uh, I was hoping C-19 would bring back drive-in movies. I love things. Well, it did for a point, I think, because there were there were some stories of some of the drive-ins. Um, we're seeing an uptick in business. And actually, some were getting renovated at the time because of the whole COVID thing. And I think once it kind of got under control, people started going back into their routines and kind of did that. But as a kid, as a kid, I loved going to the drive-in. And um being there, having a movie in the big screen, you had to put the little walkie-talkie thing into the car, which now they do it through the radio, the radio band, I believe. 
but you get to run around. You get to go up to the little snack bar. You get the little playground. You know, all kind of stuff. I mean, it was that was more of kind of a family event going to the drive-in, just going to the regular now sit-down theater where you stay in your seat. So um, it would be nice for them to bring back and still have the drive-ins actually rocking and rolling out there. Blake TV in the house. Cheers, Blake. What is going on, my friend? Happy Thursday, my brother, from another mother. Hopefully all is going well. Uh, let me see. How can I send you one? It's very reasonable. Yeah, so on my um, on my about page, if you click on the email, just shoot me an email, Samson, um, and then I can respond back to you. And I'll let you know if you want to ship it down where you can go to and everything. No, I appreciate that. But um, yeah, just look on the about page for the YouTube channel, and down there it'll be an email, um, and it's like I can just say it. it's rodjbeerguy at gmail.com. and then. Send me an email and I'll let you know. But Big Daddy has sent me some stuff down from Chicago before, and I sent him some stuff up too. And I'm definitely all about reciprocating. And uh, I love finding different beers and trying different beers from around the country. And that's the cool thing with craft beer. You have to be in certain spots to actually get them, right? So it's kind of nice where you can connect and do things like that. Uh, I only go to theater for 3D movies. Yeah, well, I would say 3D, possibly something on IMAX. If something is IMAX, then that might be something to draw me. Like if it was like a Jurassic Park type movie and you're watching an IMAX, that might be pretty cool type thing. Um, but yeah, but it's got to be something special, right? Again, something special to draw you into the movie. Blake says your camera is better than my Katie ratio. <laughs> I appreciate that. So I, I mentioned earlier before you got here, Blake, at the beginning of the show, I'm actually... I was actually looking at doing a new camera, one of the DSLR cameras, and I found an app online um, after doing some research where you can just use your iPhone. And if anybody has an iPhone or like some of the Samsung phones and probably some of the Google phones, whatever, they all got great cameras now. And this allows you to actually place it right through the iPhone, through the server into the camera. So hopefully it's coming through okay. I think it was a little choppy at different parts earlier on. Um, but if this works out, I'm going to go ahead and do it this way. Cause this does give, I think a clearer shot than when I had the live stream cam, which is here as well. And, uh, saves me from having to go out and get the other camera, which, uh, you know, I'm fine with, I'm all about saving money if I can, but I want to try to bring together more of a, more of a vibrancy in the picture and stuff to the channel. So if this doesn't work, I may look back into it. But right now, it seems to be working well there. So and your KD, don't worry about your KD ratio. Just play the game. Just play the game and have fun. That's all that matters. <laughs> Just me and Blake were playing a little bit of the uh, uh, Warzone 2. Well, we, we, did Warzone. we were doing the multiplayer, but Modern Warfare 2. So... And if you guys like the game, that's over in the gaming channel, Rajay Gaming, where I do stuff there as well. So always trying to stay busy, always trying to do different things. And uh, right now, it's all about the beer. And this beer is definitely a, a solid one. If you had not had Lagunitas and any of their Willatai Stouts, if you do happen to find it out there right now, you want to get it because they don't usually last long. If you find it right now, I'd be surprised. If you do find it right now, you probably got a nice little spot that's off the uh, beaten path. So I would definitely mark that down as well. But this is definitely a nice one to enjoy. 
I still got to crack open Goose Islands that I have. I have Goose Islands from the last few years. I've got cracked open yet. I've got some other ones to crack open. That I've had cellared here as well. So I'm going to get into some of that stuff. Epic Big Bad Baptist. I got a lot of their beers I need to do at some point. It's just timing, right? And it's funny because I think some people think when we do these beer channels, we drink beer like all the time. We actually, I mean, as far as I know, we actually don't. At least I don't. You know, I'll drink a couple days here and there out of the week, but it's not like we're drinking like every day, at least in my case. I'm not. And I plan stuff out to have it come up here on the channel. Years ago, there was a uh, YouTube thing that we passed around, kind of giving details about our channels and stuff. And uh, it was amazing how many of the beer YouTubers were like, yeah, I might drink like two days a week or something. There'll be a few here or there, but... I think people think we're like an alcoholic community. We're not. We're not alcoholics. You know, we're just out here sharing the beer and telling you about it. But um, at least I'm not. <laughs> I can't vouch for everybody. I don't go to class. You go to class. You, you got to go to class to be an alcoholic, right? Because that's what they tell you. You're part of Alcoholics Anonymous. I just drink. <laughs> so um, it's funny because a lot of people just think that I think that we drink all the time. We don't. And that's the whole thing with moderation. That's why I said I. I've never feel like I would do a dry January because I don't drink enough that I feel like I need a whole month off to not drink. <laughs> or like some people do a dry February tie and take advantage of the shorter month. It's just, it's moderation. It's knowing your body, knowing your routine, getting that balance in there. I tell people, you know, if you're going to drink, drinking brings on different things. There's, there's good with it and there's bad with it, right? So you have some advantages of drinking, that can be like with beer, for instance, if you're doing a moderation, you can increase bone density. There's stuff like for the cardio system. It's actually good if you're having like maybe one or two. But if you overdo it, there's a lot of bad things you can do. So you have to find that balance. And so, you know, I spend time going to the gym, working out, trying to do other stuff to keep it in balance. And if you're going to do it, you just want to find that line and stay in that lane and make sure you're taking care of your health and stuff, too, because, you know, you only got one liver. So they didn't give you two livers, they, you know, yet you got, you got two lungs, you got the uh, two kidneys, they only give you one liver. So you got to make sure you're doing everything to keep that regular. So I tell people, make sure that if you're going to do it, you balance yourself out, take the time out you need. Health comes first, health, family, all that stuff. You got to make sure you're in shape for that. So that's why I tell people, you know, keep that balance. Leaving Las Vegas channel was fun only the last two weeks. The guy did a bunch of reviews daily. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you can if you're doing a bunch of reviews daily, that can wear you down. Yeah, so <laughs> going for instant gratification is not always a good thing. So you know, plan it out, have fun with it, do different things with it. You know, like I said, here on the beer channel, all upcoming, I'm getting back to a point where it's not going to be all beer reviews. It's going to be. Stuff talking about hops, stuff talking about malts, stuff talking about different techniques in brewing, things in beer, where I may not be drinking a beer. I may just be sharing information about beer to increase the educational capacity. The whole idea behind the channel when I launched it was to basically share beer knowledge in an educational and fun way, whether it was drinking beer or talking about beer or doing whatever. So that's what I like to do with it. And you got to keep that in focus and you know, I've seen and I've been on and I've had streams where some people have drank way too much. And it's just like you don't want to you know, I feel like you don't want to be in that kind of position. You want to make sure you're keeping yourself well balanced. So that's what I try to do. 
I have no idea where that soapbox came from, but I stood on it like a champ. Anyway, <laughs> what else are we going to talk about here tonight? Um, next week, we'll be back. Todd should be here. Mal will probably be out because it'll probably be the week after. But next week will be the last Thursday of February. So if people that have their YouTube channels want to come up and join us for some brews, I always have that. And then we can talk about the stuff that you're doing in your channels and things along those lines. Um, TV shows next week is the first week of snowfall. I'm looking forward to snowfall coming back. If you haven't watched snowfall the last four seasons, that has been a pretty decent show. It was initially done by John Singleton, RIP as we lost him a couple years ago, but um, the show is just tight. And so it's coming up on the final season and, I'm looking to see how they actually wrap this one up here. Um, and then I'm trying to think outside of that. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to watch anything else besides The Last of Us, Last of Us, Snowfall. There's like a few other shows that are out there, hit or miss, that I'll check out. But those are kind of the uh, the two that I'm most geeked up about right now. Uh, Blake from JT. I'm actually watching a cool PBS documentary right now, which if you like reactions, I also have the reactions channel, Rajay Reacts where I do music reactions there. Um, PBS has a series right now, Fight the Power, how hip-hop, was it how hip-hop changed the history in America or something like that and everything, but it's been having some great videos about the history of stuff that PBS, they get deep in the cool thing about PBS, you have no commercials, so they get a lot of good information put into it. So I'm definitely hearing so good stuff. I'm hearing good things about the Golden Girls. <laughs> hey, you know, Blake's a fan of the Golden Girls, too. So we, we joke about him with that about him, too. But I watched the Golden Girls when I was a kid growing up. <laughs> I mean, it was on Saturday night. So lots a lot of crazy shows. But yeah, <laughs> Golden Girls. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Emerson comes with sometimes some of the off the wall type things that I have no idea where he comes from. I'm surprised you haven't asked us a question, Emerson, about, I don't know, some eighties or nineties thing, like to try to see what list I had or something like that. Usually come up with something like eighties or nineties movies or music or trivia or something. So if you think of something, holler at me, let me know, see what you come up with. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's good. Everything is rolling, and uh can't believe we're about to end February. Like, wow, just pushing through, pushing through, which uh, hopefully 2023 is better than 2020 through 2022. Hopefully that volume of years is closed off. We don't have to deal about some of the stuff we went through there. So things will be crazy until the next election, I'm sure. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is this is tasty. Definitely recommend. I need to try to start getting some more hot butcher type stuff too, but we don't get them down here. I need to reach out to them. But what else? What else? What else? What else? Are we got going on before uh, wrapping up here? I enjoy you guys all definitely coming out for a bit and hanging out with me here tonight and uh, having a good time. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw or not. So 
keeping it with more of the the popular the popular pop TV or pop trends or like that. For those of us that are old enough, we remember when Mel Brooks did History of the World Part One. Well, they're actually releasing History of the World Part Two on Hulu next month, I believe. So they actually did finally a sequel to that. So that'll be interesting to see how Mel Brooks humor translates in the society that we're in right now. So if you have Hulu, make sure to check out History of the World Part 2 from Mel Brooks. And uh, I saw the trailer. It does look pretty funny. And I'm sure there'll be buttons pressed that'll get some people riled up. They'll be riled up over something, I'm sure. So, yeah. <laughs> we would definitely see. Uh, see, it only takes me a little bit to... To nudge Emerson, he says, okay, here we go. What is the guilty pleasure movie, song, band, and TV show from the 80s, 90s, and pair it with an adult beverage at that time? Ooh, guilty pleasure movie, song, bad, and TV show? Not like an or. Um, guilty pleasure movie from the 80s and 90s. Uh, let's see here. Let's say guilty pleasure movie. We'll go with uh, Point Break, Songer Band, Aha, Take On Me, TV Show, hmm, Guilty Pleasure TV Show from the 80s or 90s. Guilty Pleasure TV Show. I'm going to probably say... I got a couple actually in my mind. That's why I'm kind of done trying to bait between them. Um, Guilty Pleasure TV show. Let's go Dallas because of Charlene Tilton being on there. (laughs) (laughs) And pair it with an adult beverage of that time. Why don't we just, we're going to go into dealing with. all of those, we'll just grab some Boone's Farm. We'll get some Boone's Farm and we'll just call it a night. <laughs> How's that work out for you, Emerson? <laughs> hey, what's up, Alex? Cheers, my friend. Preach you were your host or your second host. Yeah, he's actually couldn't make it in tonight, so he has something going on. And then Mal couldn't be here, who's our third part of the show, too. So I'm just kind of holding it down for a bit here and had to get out and talk to everybody since I ain't done in a while. So, <laughs> Hey, what is going on? Yeah. Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks, right? So history of the world part two. And I know Dagomi, you know, with me, you've seen history of the world part one. I'm looking forward to history of the world part two, uh, just because I want to see what the humor is. And I'm looking to see if there's going to be some outrage about some of the jokes and stuff that he does in it. Um, so we'll be, we'll be looking forward. Uh, one of my Ace of Base. Oh, Ace of Base. I saw the sign pair with Fink <laughs> Ace of Base is not something here. At least you didn't say UB40, right? Rare, rare wine. <laughs> Night Rider, Alex said. Night Rider was a was definitely a, a good show back then. And uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Hasselhoff before the Baywatch days. <laughs> Or the Hoff, as they call them nowadays. <laughs> yeah, Knight Rider was the one I used to watch. Miami Vice was uh, 
I can remember being back in, I guess we were like in early high school when Miami Vice came out and like we will watch Miami Vice before we went to the party or like, I, I ain't going to the party till I see the Miami Vice episodes. And we'd hang out, watch Miami Vice at 10 o'clock on NBC. Yep. Good old Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> it's funny that AHA take on me, they got an app now. When they when AHA did take on me back in the 80s, it was kind of like this groundbreaking thing because the way they did the video and how it went to the cartoon. Well, apparently now there's an app that people actually are using to do it with their own videos. So people are kind of doing it now. And it's just like, I was there for the first time when this happened. <laughs> Very true, right? Very true. <laughs> Hopefully you're drinking something nice tonight, Alex. And uh, I think you got your after hours thing tonight, don't you? Aren't you doing something tonight on your channel as well, my friend? If you don't know Alex the Beer Master, make sure to check out Alex. He's one of my one of my buddies from up in New J NJ where I grew up as well. Oh, yeah. I said, Alex, I'm actually drinking the uh the Lagunitas Willitized. So uh it's funny, I did a thing on the channel today. I did a remix video of when I went to Roger Wilco and Alex will know this because Roger Wilco is one of the liquor stores there and stuff. So I kind of shared that back out there again and did a shorts set to uh, Rick James, give it to me, baby. So <laughs> if you saw all the beers there, you know why I chose that song for sure. <laughs> Rick James, bitch. <laughs> RIP Rick, RIP. Wow, so many, so many people from my youth that are gone nowadays. It's just, you know, it's crazy. Uh, yes, I am. I drink Drecker. Oh, Drecker. Nice. Drecker does some pretty good beers. They are pretty solid. So I need to do some reviews on some of their stuff too. So much good beer out there. So little time and so much beer. But yeah. But no, this is this is all good. So a lot of good stuff coming. To the channel tomorrow night, I will, I think it's, a, I'm going to probably release it around six o'clock or so. I, any of the new videos, I'm doing like a six o'clock Eastern for those of you like to check those out. But that'll be the other half, Triple India Pale Ale, ninth anniversary beer they just did. I'm going to tell you, it's just, if you get other half, you want to get the ninth anniversary Triple India Pale Ale. Consider it if you're an India Pale Ale fan, but it is pretty decent. Um, one of the things I have been asked about by a few people before, which I've started doing in the videos as well, I'm always, always leery about it, but people were asking me about ratings. So I do put my untapped score. So going forward this year, you will see my untapped score at the end of the videos as well. This is kind of going to give you guys a guideline on what I'm thinking of the beer as well. Don't take it too heavily. I mean, it's kind of a personal type thing there for what I'm actually feeling about it, but, uh, Figured I'd throw that in there since I was always asked about, you know, how it rate that on scale one to five. So something new that I added into the uh, videos. Uh, upcoming stuff, like I said, I want to start rolling out some of the other stuff next week. Uh, to try to do some stuff this weekend with the hops videos and things like that. But looking forward to putting together the trivia game for next week. So make sure next Thursday night, 
I will be doing the trivia game here on Toss One Back Thursday where everybody can sign in and hopefully you can win something I will send to you. Uh, that'll be actually a pretty cool one as well. Uh, but thank you. I appreciate that, my friend. I'll probably, because I do have to go to work in the morning, so you go a little bit later into the night than I do. But um, those of you that don't know Alex the Beer Master, a lot of good guys will get together for his show tonight to talk about some beer too. Make sure to check him out here as well. And uh, I think with me, because I feel like I've talked a lot. So I don't have Todd. I don't have Mal. And we're not doing a guesting tonight. I'm going to probably go ahead and wrap up here and look forward to catching up with anybody later this week. I might come back and start doing live beer reviews as well. That's another thing I'm toying around with. So you may start seeing me post those things up for some live beer reviews that I'll do. But since I don't drink every day it's not something of a daily type thing but i might put out one or two a week or so just to see but we'll see but thanks for everybody that definitely tuned in it was definitely a blast tonight and uh i know i'm way earlier than we usually do because we're usually up here to about 11 40 12 o'clock sometimes 12 30 or something like that but when you're the one person holding it down you definitely can talk yourself out of it some but thanks for everybody that tuned in you guys have been awesome and great. Make sure to join us next week. Make sure to uh, like, comment, all that good stuff. Share it out if you like as well. If you have friends that want to do a little bit of trivia, we'll set that up next week. It's going to be different categories from around beer that I'm doing a trivia on. And like I said, there will be prizes for the winner. So hopefully I will catch you guys all then. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and get the heck up out of here and look forward to talking to you guys soon. Y'all have a good one. Remember, there's always time. Get your beer on, drink beer, live hoppily. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>